She needs you. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, sorry I'm late. I was busy. How are you guys? It's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, we we good, man. It's been it's been a while. It's been a long while. Mm. Yeah. But nobody would have noticed but us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you guys have stories to tell. Glore, you know, like Dini and her near ceiling death experience. Mm. I don't know what Dini was doing, but from the sounds of it, she's got tons to tell as well. Uh, <laughs> Dino was working the whole time. <laughs> and writing. Yes, that a trapping. In a tent, guys, in a tent. <laughs> and I was telling my friends that you can't take me to a tent and not give me food. Like that is not gonna work. Like they should have put Malamkodu and Pap there because you can't just take the Lord's kids. To attend without giving them food, like uh, uh, these people. Hey. Was was there a master of ceremony at least? You know, like too much. Nothing. Tent? Nothing. Ah, these people. The only thing that was there is like an MC Mara. He just spoke for like five minutes and then he stopped. And then now he was expecting us to entertain ourselves. I was like, but these people didn't they teach them? How these things usually go. You can't <laughs> people in a tent and then not they be festivities or a funeral at least. You know, oh, it's ugh, bra. Yeah. yeah. How many were y'all though? Like, um, so there was like a huge ass tent. It was big. So mm. how many? Like in one tent, I think we were about maybe, maybe almost two hundred, like a hundred and something. Mm. Yeah, because it was a huge ass tent, and then there were about I think three or four tents. So, was they like social distancing? Yeah, there was there was plenty of space in there, and. Obviously, also ventilation was pretty proper since it was a tent. But then the only problem was that when it rained, because the tent was put like in the parking lot at the um, cricket field, you know, when it was raining, like it was impossible for people to write. So they just had to cancel all of those days. And it rained, Jim. Sure. Yeah, this rain was so abnormal. When it- when it rained, it rained. It wasn't playing. It like poured. it was snowing in Val. Like since when does it snow in South Africa? Like tell me. It happened once. I think it was yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah, yeah I, I remember. I experienced that. Like it was, but this is different because like it's actually like, yeah, it's summer now, right? It's safe to say. Yeah. Mm. So. 
when that happened, it was uh, winter and it was raining. So for me, that made sense or like that combination could culminate into snow. But like now it's November. So yeah, no, like that's... Like I just feel like this year, this year was just a mess because um, winter started in like March. I think in March it was really cold. And then it ended around like September, like on spring day, it was cold. Mm. So cold and it's raining up normally. Like this rain, like it's just a mess. If you year, think about yeah. it, like we've probably had like two seasons this year. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we didn't have an autumn. It's like we went mm-hmm. straight from summer in back into winter, and mm. then I don't even know what we call this now. Like mm. even even our spring was very short. Like we didn't have a proper what? spring, so I feel like we just. Are gonna have like summer and winter. It was mostly winter, which is crazy for South Africa because winter is usually super short. And even if it lasts, like like it gets cold into spring, Mara. It's not like extremely cold. It's just you know, that small breeze. Mm. But like now, the cold is really cold, and the hot is really hot. That's and, like, the problem. The rain is really raining, so it's like. Yeah, uh, we have to start taking that Greta Child serious on her climate change crusade that she's been yeah. on. Like, I just, I, I, I just feel like, because I've been thinking this whole week, like, about how, like, the weather has changed from what we used to know it as kids, and mm. like how predictable it was and that like if we were off we were probably off by a few hours or a few days or whatnot but like we knew that okay uh for instance uh in march and april we still easing ourselves into winter like our cold months were like june and july and we knew that like july Mm -hmm. was the coldest of them and then august you could like sort of sometimes like start wearing your spring clothes and whatnot Mm. Uh, but now you just don't know it's like we all live in cape town because there i know what they have all four seasons in one day true so something has to be done we we have to start taking climate change and it's very crazy because like like a long time ago, like the weather could go from like being cold and then it's like less cold and then it eases into warmness. Now it can be like, like in the morning, it's extremely cold. And then by one, it's like extremely hot. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then when it rains and like it, it it's with, with no warning way, like these like thunder showers start they, mm. like it just instantly starts pouring at that level exactly like, yeah. Yeah, so yeah it's a mess and nobody can can predict the weather anymore now like whatever they're saying on the news it's a lie because take your whole wardrobe take jerseys umbrellas shorts and 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 Yo, it's like I'm always off with the weather because like sometimes I see like the sun out in the morning and then I'm like, let me not dress warm. Yeah. And mind you, the 
aircons at work are extremely cold. So it's like, if it's cold outside, best believe inside it's even more colder. Yeah. So like most of the time I'm like either underdressed or overdressed and it, it pisses me off. So I was like, you know what? We're going to leave a jersey at work and a pair of shoes so that we can mm. like, you know, make yeah. it work somehow. Because even when it rains, it pours for real now. It's like even an umbrella is useless. It <sighs> is. Yo? Yeah. Your boy has to start investing in rain boots because like you the floods have been showing me flames sure like nah i have to start taking swimming lessons because that day is coming i can i can yeah we really should and i feel like if somebody saw noah somewhere building an ark like they should let us know so that we How? They must hit us I, up. We will, we will go and help him out. I, I have a theory about that. I think he's left us already. Like, we 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 are the people in the Bible who are laughing at him. <laughs> we are the ones destined to die. Bruh, but it, we've never seen him. It, it just wasn't up to you this time. Yeah. Like, that nigga has already built his ark and, like, I don't know where he's hiding it, but yeah, he's 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 like waiting for for the real storm to come, and then like we'll all see or ah okay, God yeah. again, even though he probably. And I, I feel like you you actually write about that because like no offense, but most of the people that I left here on this earth are shitty people. <laughs> like, good people are gone already, so. We don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, if you look really at it, Mother Teresa is gone, Mandela is gone, uh, the good Pope is gone. If there ever is such a good Pope, such a thing as a good Pope, uh, who else is? Yeah, like I think everyone God would want has left, you know. Like, the only old person that's left is the queen, and, like, they colonized everyone, so I understand why she must die with all of us. So, mm. yeah, I, I I think. And Desmond too. <laughs> 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 it no, says Desmond. a lot about him. Now that he's still alive, it says a lot about him. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, when you think about it, like, Trump became president. That should have been an indicator already for us that nah, like something is off. And your boy refuses to leave office. <laughs> what does he want? What does he want? Because it's over. Oh, like he's just creating, like he's creating a bigger mess now. And you know, the sad part is because he got like the second highest vote percentage in history. You know, he had 70 million plus Americans vote for him, which shows us like how shitty white people really are. In actual fact, mm. he's mm. he's it leaves me conflicted, though, because. Would you rather know that someone is racist so that you can be like, okay, I, I get how you feel about us, so 
you go be over there and I'll be over here? Or would you rather live in a world where it's like suppressed because like, you know, you live in a world where it's like, you can't say that, you know, because everything we, we do originate in thought, I get. So, mm, yeah. Um, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with people like voicing like the racist opinions, you know, like I hate black people and whatnot. I'm good with that. But, but I'm not if like because like you have all these people you read about like, oh, he was such a quiet child and then Jiki Jiki goes and kills a church full of black people, you know. Suppressed mm. thoughts that uh, eventually manifested into action, but I feel mm. I feel like if 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 like there are no suppressed thoughts, and like it's like okay we know like you hate black people, like I think it's more I can't guarantee it you know because yeah it is what it is but I feel like we see like less of these massacres and yeah I feel like a lot of it would. A, a lot less would transition into like actions like of killing black people and stuff like that because it would just be like okay like you hate us you don't fuck with us and then like I don't know maybe we could at least talk and then be like okay here's a red line don't cross this red line you go you guys go over there we'd be over here because I think like all over the world now we just have like a lot of suppressed shit and it's not just with racism suppressed uh, mm. patriarchy, you know, suppressed uh, homophobia, everything is suppressed. And because it's oh. suppressed, like, people are still thinking what they're thinking. And, like, I think, like, that is more likely to spill over into uh, violence and other acts of terrorism and hate and whatnot. Rather than if a guy's like if someone said like uh I hate black people every day I think about shooting black people and someone says like yeah like I hate them too but like you know you just gotta do this and this like can't kill them like we'd all love to kill them but we can't because of this and this I feel like I don't know maybe I'm crazy but I feel like like maybe like all these things would like be less like I think we would be able to find a way to tolerate each other somehow if that happened. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, go ahead. No, I was about to say, like, I agree with you because, like, suppression is very difficult. I feel like a person who suppresses things is less likely to change from a certain thing than a person who blatantly says something out loud. Because mm. I admit that I'm a racist. Best believe that there are still chances that, well, I can change because I know that I am this and I might know, even though like I put it at the back of my mind, I might know that this is wrong and whatever. But a person who like suppresses things, well, first of all, they already convinced themselves that they are they are okay. Nothing they do is wrong. That's why you hmm. have these serial killers who are people who are like, you know, um, quiet in the neighborhood it's like no but peter actually killed people (laughs) that one why but then at the same time it's like 
I guess like sometimes you just can't win in this world. Like you always have cons with literally everything. But I just feel like suppression is very dangerous. And that's why we have all of these toxic cultures because you cannot talk about certain things and then all of these problems end up happening. By the time you you notice it, it's like already such a big mess. And then the other problem is that because things were suppressed for so long, we can't even come up with solutions. Because like, no, but let's pretend like it didn't happen and move on. Only people who are affected will be like the ones who are hurt by it. And other people will just be like, no one, ah, let's just cover this shit up and then move on. And I feel like that's what's happening because suppression really creates like an environment where you can't really come up with solutions, man, because in other people's heads, it was never a problem to begin with, you know, so. Uh, you feel like cancel culture has made it worse because um, it now messes with your career and your finances and all of that. So, uh, yeah, people who, like, were more likely to maybe, like, you know, say Steve Hoffmeyer type of shit, like maybe 10 years ago, uh, are now less likely to say them because they know that um, if I say something, like I don't like black people or whatnot, um, I I might get canceled. Like, you know, like this will affect my pocket now because now mm. uh, people are saying don't go do business with him because he's racist and mm. this and this and this. And but then again, you can't pretend for long. It's gonna catch up with you at some point. But I just feel like even like if if you were forthcoming about it, I think there are enough racist people or uh, male chauvinists or whatever who believe the same shit you do would still do business with you. Mm. I, I believe that. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I understand because uh, like um, what happened with Katleo as well, it's like, I don't think that all the brands uh, that did eventually drop him would have dropped him if it were not, had it not been like pressure from the people, you know? Because yeah. like, I really think, because like, I, I, I really think like, the brands looked at that like, okay, this person like had like, okay, I could, I could understand like hate speech was involved or whatnot, but just like marital affairs. Um, I did later hear like about alleged abuse things and whatnot, you know, mm. like none of that was confirmed either by her or him. I don't know. Cause I didn't follow through with it, but, like the initial thing like he had an affair and now you gave me an std and now i can't have kids anymore i think mm-hmm. like brands look at that and like uh okay this happens this would you know like this this is this is not new especially in the entertainment industry and for someone who's in the limelight you know people mm-hmm. have done far worse things and still managed to work in the entertainment industry. So I just think like uh, 
people are now in a space where they have so much power because of social media now. It's because, it's like if our children doesn't fire him, we are can we are cancelling our, our children's uh, insurance. Or if mm. so continues to have him there, then we're no longer watching. So now brands are like forced to distance themselves from these people. And I guess like, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where like, ah, I, do I feel like this is how it should have gone down? No, mm. but do I understand why they would so distance themselves from it themselves from him yeah i understand like at the end of the day uh the people who bring the money into your company are what you're going to mm. yeah but while we're on I, that like i uh-huh. i i'd still like to like get like a woman's perspective on like do you guys feel like uh obviously what you wrong it's horrible now she can't have kids mm-hmm. um no debate do you guys feel like deserved what he got basically like that is like what is what was due like that's like the price he had to pay for his mm. well i i feel like the woman she have just left from the get from the first time when she found out car lona maseko because there was an incident where who was caught with lona maseko that's why lona maseko got a divorce from the from the previous husband really i didn't know that it was because it was because of that okay i didn't and know. then she, she sticked around after that right and like we always say, a dog is a dog is a dog, right? <laughs> it's not going to take Yeah. So now she got something even worse, an STD that prevents her from having kids. She should have left. But now what, she got, what he got for me is it's nothing. He deserved that and more. Okay. I, I'm going to say, um, first of all, I disagree with like the whole, like the way the whole thing was handled. Okay, I understand. Like from watching that video, because I watched it on YouTube, I was like, she she has the same syndrome that a lot of women have. Like in that video, you could like that video was solely to um what expose the other woman, right? Cause she, yeah, what is her name? And yes. it still brings me back to the point that why are we still like? we are out to punish other women instead of our men. So it, it was absolutely unnecessary for her to expose that other woman, to take that video to begin with. And now I think, well, I'm not a parent yet, but as a parent, you should really think about your kid. Because as much as you are angry because he did all of these things to you, you know what? You're entitled to your anger. I understand. But yeah. you don't have a child who is going to grow up and watch all of these things used on the internet because once something goes on the internet, you it stays there forever. So I feel like she should have thought about her child and not. Well, apparently, they even say he was released by her brother or something. 
So I feel like she should she should have never taken it like you can still deal with all of these things like in private without making him lose his job. He has a son, he still has to provide for that son somehow. So if you are punishing him, you're also punishing your son because it's like, well, now if we're gonna take him to a school that costs eighty thousand rand, we have to divide it by four because I'm alone because the dad now does not because of what you did. So it's like, you guys have a child. And I feel like when you have a child, there are certain ways of dealing with things. Because if you punish one of the parents, it's going to affect the child, whether you want it or not. And I believe that the child is still young now. And he probably won't even understand what's going on. But um, the thing is, what are you going to tell a child when now you messed up the dad's life and then the dad goes on to become nobody and now the child is all grown up and then he's like, but mom, um, was it really necessary for you to do that to dad? Like, didn't you think about me? You know, so I, I just feel like I do get it. She's angry. I would be pissed if you give me an STD. But another thing, this is not the first time he cheated. It's not even the yeah. second time he's cheated. He has cheated over and over and over again. And when I watched that video, I could understand why she did not leave him in the first place. Because she still blames other people for her husband's mistakes. It took her to to finally be like, you know what, fuck it. Um, I'm angry now. And, well, you're going to expose that bitch. And you are going to get fired from your job. But then it's like, is that really smart as a parent for you to do that? You know? Well, unfortunately, yeah. a, ch- a child is involved in this whole situation, unfortunately. And mm. again, that wasn't the first time he cheated on her. And what did she decide to do? She decided to stay, right? But <clears throat> on the other end. And then this guy... Maybe maybe she took the video to show that, okay, he's been doing this, and I have proof this time. Because all, all of these other accusations, he was denying, denying, denying. And especially when he was presented but, by the media and whatnot. And the brother did say mm-hmm. that there were charges, abuse, physical abuse charges against him and whatnot. Yet the woman still stayed. Yeah, but then the thing is, now, who are you proving a point to? Are you proving a point to the public? The public it's like, for me, if I have the proof, it's proof enough for me to leave. Let me just leave with the dignity that I have. Leave you alone so that you can make money for our, ch- for our child. And then we go our separate ways in private. I mean, people don't need to know that because now the only thing you're going to get is, like, obviously divided opinions. You have people who are saying, yeah, that nigga... As shit, he shouldn't have done this. And then you have people who are saying, you as well. Yeah, so it's like, I get it, Miguel, you are angry. I get it. But I just feel like people should really learn because, like, all of these, here's the thing about drama drama comes and it sparks a fire. And the fire, you know, like when you make fire with like straws, yeah, Mm. it goes very big and like, a couple of seconds but then it also dies down very quickly and people forget about it mm. so yeah. it's like but then the other problem is that people forget about it all those people who had an opinion about it forgot about it but you didn't and it's still 
affecting your life. So it's like, it's absolutely unnecessary for people to keep dragging people in public. And I understand you guys are public figures and whatever, you were angry and all of that. But as you are damaging another person's life, which is going to affect you somehow because you guys were married. We understand that even if you get a divorce, like you guys are tied together for like a long time. Mm. And you guys are, well, you guys are always going to be tied together because you have a child. So I just feel like this matter should have been handled in private. Because as much as I'm, 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 I'm Gineo, I may hate men, and then I, I get there and I'm like, yeah, he okay. ain't shit. But then, like, your kid is there. Your kid, your kid still needs somebody to provide for him. So now if the father of the child is not working anymore, it's like, what is your child going to eat now? But then again, she was saving another woman from from getting that STD because obviously he was going to deny oh, that no. media and I have whatever. So you are safe with me. But then, no, you know what? Another thing is, yeah, you are right about the child situation. A child is involved, and now what's going to happen? Even if she didn't do okay. that or delete whatever, it's the internet. She, he, the child is going to find out eventually. Whether the parents mm. did it or not, whether she would have taken the video or not, the child was going to find out a whole lot of information about all of this saga. Yeah, you know what? The presentation of it all could have been a whole lot different. Like kids, kids mm-hmm. are already kids are already very mean as it is. So picture this guy, this kid, like you know, uh, 13, 14 years later on in high school where, like, the hmm. internet is now... Like, you've seen how people make, like, shit about other people blow up where, like, they just take videos of them and whatnot. Yeah. So now imagine, like, oh, hey, you are Katloma Boy's son. And, like, now people are just, like, uh, going to revisit that video and shit like that. Yeah. So, hmm. like, yeah, he, eventually he would probably find out or, like, my dad did this and this and this. But... Now he only doesn't only have like one parent in a bad light. He has both oh. his parents in a bad light. So mm-hmm. it it yeah, I just I just feel like the presentation of it and you know who are we? Because at the end of the day, the same way you can't tell people how to protest, we can't tell people how to be angry. Well when so it, Yeah, it, but I good and well to see like I you know uh, at the end of the day we all respond like our opinions are going to be based on like how we move as people you understand like you wouldn't have done it that way Uh, not so sure about Dini anymore I have a theory about her (laughs) like I've been meaning to say this so you know like like some people when they are in like that state of hurt and rage and all those mixed emotions, uh, they don't care whether they self-destruct. It's like, I'm going to self-destruct and I'm going to take you along with me and I don't care. And like that just becomes their mindset. They just go kamikaze and they have no thought for anything either than like, I want to hurt you and I want to hurt you so bad. And mm. 
kids and family and whatnot and like public opinion and whatnot it's like it's basically yeah it's it's basically like being drunk and doing shit and waking up the next day with the hangover and like oh what did i do mm. yeah but it's also very important for people to think about the things that they do because you know like back in the past when social media was not as influential and as strong as it is now i feel like things were a bit different but now the thing is things can even be forgotten on the internet until something happens and then now that video is trending all over again so now imagine the child who is later going to be bullied by his friends because oh well your dad is a dick and let's face it everyone's dads are dicks out there like most people are dicks that's just it yeah but i just will always disagree with people dishing out their news and dealing with things in public especially when you are a public figure oh. especially when you also have kids it's like you have to think about all of these things cuz i i can only imagine like as a child of somebody who's famous and while well, my dad did something wrong like i get it it's wrong but then the thing is now your mistake is also going to affect me i'm potentially going to get bullied because my dad is all over the news and how am i going to go to school when everybody knows what my dad did you know it's like i understand he did something wrong unless if maybe he murdered people and all of that but cheating every other person out there cheats like even the people who are saying yeah he's a dick he should probably you you know he should get fired like most of them cheat they've cheated on their partners some have even done worse yeah it's like if you have kids i feel like you should always have Oh, you should always think about how you deal with things because yeah it, i i'm just imagining how like, how it's going to do you think like our, our our responses in these situations like show like exposes that how we sometimes think we are ready for certain things and we're not like mm. uh has it exposed that like yeah maybe like i i was not ready to be like a mom and like you know a committed relationship like this maybe you know because i i don't know would like someone who like was like i'm ready would she not like because i think like when i when 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 i read stories like about you know relationships that gone sour or women who stayed in like abusive relationships like the, the most go to thing was like i was thinking about my kids like what would they eat whether it's like a situation left or they stayed but it's like most of them like tend to be first thought was my kids um whereas this like clearly shows or like nah that was not her first her first thought there is a certain kind of madness where you just you are not rational guys like you know that you get to a certain peak of it and then there is just no point of return and then you just realize it after shoot i shouldn't have done it. not that you are not ready not ready to be a mom or whatever but there is that certain 
peak of festivity that you get to and yeah. Yes, you just I think you things I think you have that and that you're just suppressing it. No, I know that I I know that I have it now, but yeah. You have it. I know have, I have, have it. You, I've, have, never, have I've, you, I've never I've <laughs> never I haven't gotten to that point. I just yeah. Cause this was like uh I think a few weeks back I told you like I understand. I think I have a theory on why you shit on Offset and Cardi B so much. And today, I want to share it. Okay. Go ahead. I I think Offset triggers Dini. I think Dini has been through that much. I think that's why she hates that nigga so much. You know, I I just cause like nah, Dini is like Dini is very mellow and like whatever about everything in life. But then like the moment we we start getting to like infidelity and like men and shit, she finds like a different gear. You know, like I feel like he's like a volcano that hasn't erupted yet. And I don't know. Does that offset trigger you? Does he bring back memories? Did you have? I think you dated an offset somewhere in, in 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 your younger days. Did you date an offset? <laughs> and I think you, mad, you look at Cardi and she makes you mad because you were once like that. Ooh no. Not once like Cardi, but an offset no, no, experience, no. offset person. Like, like Cardi, Ratchet Cardi, like uh, Cardi response to offset, like kept forgiving, kept letting the nigga come back. I've been in that situation and I know people that have been through that. No, so, I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't want to know about people. I only know you. Why? 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 <laughs> this is a podcast, and we need to talk. And I, <laughs> where uh, my friends' feelings on certain things come from, because it makes me understand them better and have more empathy towards their opinions on certain situations. So, yes. I that was my theory that like you've dated an offset and you've been a Cardi B and that that situation sort of triggers you and that's why you even went to the extent of calling Cardi B stupid. Well <laughs> okay, cool. I do have an offset experience. I have I did date somebody who is exactly like that man bitch, and <laughs> so <laughs> that's why like, when it comes really to it, it it just triggers me. It triggers a whole lot of memories and shit like that. So yeah, when it comes to infidelity, I don't think twice for the man because, well, the fuck, they're just that. There's no need for you to even be considered for them. So, yeah, it's that. But I, 
I feel I feel like that is it's a very tight spot for a person to be in because now the thing is even if you respond to situations now you're going to go like like Paul said or kamakazi on that bitch yeah because of past experiences so maybe people handle situations um differently because some people just don't heal from certain things yeah so I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, like you know, when you think, when you feel like you've healed from something, and then there is little stuff that triggers those memories, like certain mm. stuff that says, "Yeah, bitch, you've been through that. You know that." So now, mm. what? And but then I, it comes back. You're like, ah, I know. I I just know the cycle of all of this. But don't you think that sometimes, like we still get triggered because like um sometimes it's not anger towards that person but like anger towards yourself and like maybe yeah. you've given yourself mm, yeah. for like being you know i was i can't believe i was that dumb and like maybe mm. you judging yourself <laughs> rather it's it it actually has nothing to do with offset but everything about you and like it's about you mm-hmm. forgiving you and like saying like you know what it's it's okay i'm not the only one who's who's gone through this shit you know and i probably won't be the last and maybe admitting to yourself like you know what uh i was in love and like love makes you do stupid things and like that is what happens like you tend to be blinded to a person's flaws and forgive more than like you normally would and like you know don't you think that perhaps it could be that it's 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 it's, yeah. it's a, with yourself rather than with offset mm-hmm. hence i'm saying that i i don't care what the man does but the problem is the woman since i am projecting yeah well in a way mm it's the woman i know that you see this like you've seen it come like yo more than 5000 times yet you are I'd, still there i'd expect you to have more empathy though because like you understand that like because even you despite seeing it you still stayed so you know why you know, are you I, mad at I, I want them to better i don't i don't want them to be like me like dude you it's like it's like the conversation we were having about parenting and like at the end of the day like you have to like uh, allow your child to make their own decisions about their life you know so you can't like maybe cardi is also in the process of getting to where you were and like getting out because i believe like a lot of women have the like very same narrative as you guys like i've had an offset but then like you know there's always that final straw yeah. so maybe mm-hmm. it hasn't had her final straw and we just have to be patient with her and her final straw will come well it's still but just like you said pulls me off <laughs> Yeah and just like you said Paul like um maybe sometimes you're still angry at yourself yeah so even if you're projecting it onto other people it's not going to be in a form of like empathy and you're not going to be sympathetic to those people exactly. it's, it's going to be anger it's only going to be anger because 
like not loving yourself is the hardest thing ever like actually admitting that there was a point in time where you did not love yourself yeah, that's a hard conversation to have with yourself i mm. i i i agree i've been there so uh, yeah that is the worst shit ever because you find is. yourself like wow i really did not love myself to that point that low value it was in the minus it went very very deep so that's it's hard and i feel like for most people it comes out as anger because it's like oh i can't believe i actually did that to myself you, you know and why? then because of that living his life and having his best life and it's like how do you even live after doing that to a person <laughs> but for me like, for me that was like for me that's always like I think that's like one of the things that always like helps me come to that aha moment of transition is because if you look at it like most of like the anger we hold on to we hold on to a mentality alone like maybe this person will like feel some sort of remorse or like mm. some type of way for how for how what they did to us if we hold on to it and then like you look at this person and like he's living his best life and he's happy and then you realize that like you know what uh you have to come to a point where you realize like this person is going to be happy like whether i'm angry or not you know yeah. and i can't and i can't be holding on to this because of him and like we sometimes go into that like you know after breakup there's always that competition to show like who's moved on the fastest and like who's happier yeah. like there's that little phase you know until you actually come to that point where you actually realize that uh I'm actually not doing this for myself and like I really am still not happy so I think there there's a process there but like it it really does start with uh you admitting to yourself like you know what I feel like shit, you know. I don't feel like I don't love myself really that much as of late. You know, mm. because I think like that's the one thing that's the hardest for anyone to admit like your ego never really allows you to actually come to that point where you you like you admit to yourself like I don't feel pretty, I don't feel this. um mm. i don't feel like i don't feel important and like not just to other people but to myself as well you know and mm. they yeah like and i also think like a lot of us like we tend to delay like the apology we owe to ourselves because we do all that mm. ourselves like like yo fam i'm sorry i put you through that much you know i'm spread mm. this and this to you and all of that because i think um at the end of the day you don't want there to be like a discord between your soul and your spirit you know so you need yeah. to find a way to reconcile those two and actually move forward mm-hmm. that's why i wish and i was supposed to be like i wish we had an outside body experience where you could just have a conversation with yourself jay face to face not in the mirror but out of body experience and mm. beat yourself mm. up for yeah. putting yourself through that you know yeah. i 
personally feel like most people, like if you if you've ever been in a situation where you loved somebody and well they took that for granted, I feel like you have been through that situation before. But it also comes back to accountability. I feel like we mo- most of us don't heal from that because we lack taking accountability for our actions. We we somehow just hide behind what the other person did. Yeah, we put and all of the, all of the blame on to the other person. Mm. Yeah, you put you you shifting the blame, and then now it completely defeats the purpose because. And 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 like I said before, like admitting that you didn't love yourself is not easy. Mm. Mm. It's absolutely not easy. But that's why we have all of these people who deal with things wrong, like take things to the media and you know what, if it blows up, it blows up. No, you don't have to be like that. Because if you are a mother, you have kids, you can't have that same attitude. Well, if you're engaged to somebody and well, you guys don't have a child. I still don't I still don't condone it though. But oh. I feel like it's different for a mother because now you have to think about your kids. Because best believe if you do something wrong to me and it's just the two of us, and then now I start beating you up and people start coming, like you are no longer the wrong person. I am because why? Because I'm the one who's attacking you. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's very important. Like emotional intelligence is absolutely important, especially if you have kids and also especially if you're a woman. I know we don't put like a lot of accountability on men, but well, they ain't shit. So we can't really trust a man with anything, you know. But if you're a mother, I feel like you, you should really, you should really think about like your actions before you do anything. Which is difficult for somebody who's still holding on to things that happened years ago. There's absolutely no way you're going to be able to do that because you're still angry. Mm. So maybe we should have like, uh, an you know, I didn't love myself conference Mm -hmm. where people just come and we all heal at the same time because we didn't love ourselves at some point in our lives. And just say your piece. So that like these things can leave our hearts and then we can handle situations better. Like things don't need to blow up. Katlaro didn't need to be all over the news. He didn't need to lose his job. You know, she could have just... Exactly. And uh, like earlier, Dini, you said that um, that video like also helps other women, you know, like, and they will see what kind of man he is. But the truth really is that sometimes people treat us the way they do because we allow them. He might be a, a faithful man to someone else, mm. but he was unfaithful to me because I forgave him the first, the second, and the third time. So he's like, oh, you know what, fuck it. It's a party. Let's do this. So I just feel like, and yeah. I also feel like, you know, uh, sex-related, like, uh, we we need to, like, take accountability on both sides, you know, especially if you have someone that you know is not yours. You know, like, it can't mm. it can't just be his responsibility to wrap it up, you know. 
Like as yeah. as a woman, I also believe that you should be able to tell a dude like if we're not using a condom, then you're not getting any. I I feel like that should not be lost on women that like they should like men have 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 proven consistently over time that they will not they don't care about your well being because how many stories do we have of like women who have HIV and AIDS and other sexually transmitted diseases over a man like you know like I thought right so mm. I feel like we're in a time where like regardless of whether you think you trust your dude or not you should like I it's one of those where like you putting yourself first and like if if dude is not like willing to uh do that it, it for me it's an indication that like because like if you're looking after yourself and someone has an issue with you protecting yourself for me that's an indication that this person doesn't care about you because mm. if 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 Bini cares about herself maybe and she says like Paul I like I'm in a bad mental space I just need some distance from all of you and that upsets me that's a very selfish act so i think the same should apply when it comes to intercourse like women yeah niggas niggas have consistently proven that they're not going to look after you and like they're not going to have your well-being in mind and especially in a situation where like i don't understand and maybe it's not for me to understand because i'm not a woman or like maybe women still know and i just like maybe women do know or and do ask themselves these questions and just choose to put it out of their minds but if a nigga is married and he's cheating on his wife with me uh doesn't the question come up that like you know maybe i'm not the only woman like he's unfaithful with maybe there are others like cuz katlo had had a traveling job you know so mm. maybe yeah, just the cape town woman and maybe he had someone else in durban and someone else in this and this and this like i don't know like doesn't that question like you know come to your mind at some point there are there are women that don't care you know Paula, there are there are women that are hoes in jail that would do anything with anybody they don't care or they are thinking that because he's married that means he has a wife and that's just that wife and it's yeah. going to be me hmm so some people don't even think about that they don't even think that far there are women that don't give a shit they just want what that other woman has just because mm-hmm. it's you i just want to sleep with your man because it's that's for you and and like I, i've watched all of these tembu shows and all of that bs that they play on tv some of these women are saying yeah i'll be your second wife if i'm the last one like you know? so some of them okay <laughs> they really think about it and they think that no because he has a wife like dini said mm. i'm probably just a side chick and then mm. it ends there and then like 
some of them will even say, if you cheat on me, then I'll be very mad. But then, like, he's already cheating on you with his wife and he's cheating on his wife with you. Oh. So, I, I, really don't, I really don't understand how these people think. But like you said, like, when you're a man, you don't understand. I'm also a woman and I don't understand how these people think. But then it's like, if you guys are two, you can be three, you can be four, you can be ten. It means this this person is just not satisfied and he'll never be satisfied and he doesn't want to grow up. Yeah. He... And you are helping him at that. You are just adding on the numbers. But yo, there are women that don't get it. They don't get it. There are hoes out there. <laughs> yeah. And like, I... I'd, I'd honestly like to live in a world where men actually take accountability for their actions. But, well, the way society is fashioned right now, um, I don't think that's going to happen. So I feel like the future is in your hand. Like, you, you were talking about it earlier, Paul, that um, about what you were saying. I can't paraphrase. but Basically, protect yourself. Put yourself first. Exactly. Mm. And also, as women, we sometimes have poor planning of our lives like don't go into a marriage knowing that a man is going to be the only one who supports you like financially you should have your own shit like don't plan your things based on another person's things so i feel like as a woman you have to make sure that okay finances are covered and if this man decides to do something i'm going to be covered that's why you have all of these women who are still well in marriages because of kids apparently because they know that if they leave well that's it because the man is just like you know what if you leave take your kids and i'm not paying for shit mm. so it's like am i gonna leave? no i'm not gonna leave why is this situation happening because i did not plan my things properly because i was still i was busy running after another person's things and now i'm in this situation and i can't get out because i just don't have my own shit so I just feel like I'd, I'd really love it for men to, like, take accountability. But, yeah, that's not happening. That is absolutely not happening because mm-hmm. this started so many years ago. It's, it's like racism. It's not going to end now, like, if we're being mm-hmm. honest. So mm-hmm. I just feel like ladies, even this thing of, like, hey, my boyfriend should give me money. No, baby girl. Get your own money so that you don't face abuse somewhere in the future because this man feels like he owes, owns you because he does everything for you. Be smart about your shit, baby girl, so that when he does this, you can be like, okay, no, bye. I can afford to buy my own shit. Mm. You go there, I go there. Do you guys Stop. feel like, uh, like a man who is like adamant about you not working and like the I'll take care of the bills thing in 2020 should be added on to like a red flag as as part of like one of the red flags because yeah. I feel like it should because it I is. don't think anybody in there like for me I feel like that's just a red flag yeah Lord I'm going to control you and I'm like own- as soon as as soon as like the first kid is born, I'm gonna show you or kinamang. You know, it's like I don't know. It's like finally taming a wild animal. Probably like the moment he feels like he has conquered you, you know, then you'll see his true colors because financial independence is is 
is very important, you know. And I feel like all the dudes who like know that they ain't shit, it's it's like one of their go-to moves is like, uh, I know I have a good woman, and if she is dependent on me, then I I have a way of keeping her but like without me having to change and become better. Mm. I feel like that's a thing now. I think it's always been a yeah. thing, but like I, I just feel like in 2020 as a woman, you you know, you don't have to accept that that's a thing. You know, you mm. could, and I, you could, you are in a position to not make it a thing. Mm, that's true. And I feel like it, it's different though. There are some men who don't want you to work and then they're like, okay, no, but we'll open you, we'll open like a small business for you and you can work from home and whatever. Like they still want you to, you know, to grow as a person and also have, and have your own money. Because yeah, I'm like, that's a total you know? thing because that dude is actually empowering your dreams and all of that. So like, mm, exactly. I'm not counting that dude. I'm counting the dude mm. who's not even telling you about like, uh, okay, shop, stay at home. And then like, you can like long distance learn through UNISA and then start like, you know, prat- oh, not this person no. is not even talking to you about a future in anything. Sahaiko, like, did you do the washing? Did you clean? Where's my food? Uh, the kids are making noise. And then weekend hunting. I'm talking about that type of dude. Yeah, and that type of dude is the controlling, manipulative dude that you don't want in your life. Because mm. I feel like even if my husband is going to tell me to to stop working, he should come up with a plan of what am I going to be doing if I'm not working? I should have something to do that still brings me income because I don't, I don't care whether how rich you are and all of that. We still need to generate money, both of us somehow, you know? And I feel like if your partner does not want you to also generate your own money, well, it's our money, but you know what I mean? I feel like it should be a red flag. I feel like that nigga just wants to control you. Yeah, so I don't, they, I, I don't those think... ones are the ones that control people. Another, well, mm-hmm. after that, you'll be saying, Stop talking to whoever, uh-huh. I contact all of your friends because I want you at home every day with the mm. kids. You must be in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant, cooking for me, and all of that shit. While he's busy gallivanting with a lot of girls out there and doing horrible things. Yeah, I just feel like TDs to the house. Exactly. And then he'll still blame you for everything that goes wrong. Mm. Yes. Uh, but woman, you don't have to live like that in 2020. You, you really don't. You no. have to take the decision to put yourself first. And, and I know that like the, in Africa especially like uh we still have like a lot of households fighting you know against like this new independent mentality uh mm. that is uh, emerging among women you know i know that we still have a lot of that in africa but mm-hmm. i at the same time here's something i've also noticed though it's like uh 
when we were all in high school, I'm not going to name names, but like, uh, I have a, I have a chunk of female friends. We like when we were in high school, it's like, yeah, I want to have my own car, my own business, my own house and be independent sharp. Then we go to varsity. The mentality is still the same, but then like, as soon as you get to the real world and you realize that like everything we thought would happen, like step by step is actually, you know, harder than we thought it would be. It's sort of just like, nah, find me a rich man or like just find me someone to take care of me. You know, they end up in situations because like they, they sort of like saw like it's not as easy as it sounds. So Mm. they opt out, you know, but yeah, I feel like we should tell our daughters from a young age, like, Everything sounds so easy when you verbalize it, you know, like even, not to yeah. girls, but to to everyone when you're a kid. Because all of us, we, I, I'd like to think we know where, where we we thought we would be at this point in our lives. You know, like yeah. in school, high school, you think like, okay, I'm going to finish school. I'm going to do this, do this, get a job. You know how hard it is to get a job in South Africa. So I feel like we should, we should, we have a responsibility to, especially our girl children to like tell them that it's not going to be easy but then that does not mean that you should like default to what society thinks a woman's place is because i i I am 100 percent sure that like some of these places and people are making it that hard so that you go back to just that and like you know concede defeat and be like yeah maybe being a housewife barefoot and pregnant is just what I am meant for, you know? And I th- I think it's the same thing with Black people and anybody who's oppressed. You know, the system mm. makes things that much harder on you so that you can give up and go back to what makes the people in power comfortable and gives them mm-hmm. advantage. So mm. I don't think, like, there's enough emphasis on this because we are just like you can you can you can but nobody ever told us how hard Mm, and i i blame i blame our teachers and parents because like yeah they're never honest with us it's like even with pregnancy like people tell you that you're gonna you know get pregnant, carry a child. And like pregnancy is is hard. It's extremely difficult. Nobody tells you that they're going to probably need to sew your vagina back together. So I feel like people should be brutally honest about all of those things so that we know what we're getting ourselves into. Because now you have a fantasy in your brain. Like the time you finish matric, you're like, I'm going to varsity, study to become this. And then by 23, I know I'll be driving my own car. And then when that doesn't happen, you you fucked and then what like other options are there for a girl child who wants to make it and not work for it well it's obviously a rich man mm. yeah, probably has a like, especially way. you above ordinary good looking woman because like that's always going to be like you know like i am yeah. i am extremely beautiful so like you are the one person we can virtually guarantee her. Like, if anybody could get a rich husband, it's you, you know. Mm-hmm. And that means that, like, you are at a higher risk of ending up in all these situations 
with the snakes. And yeah, and 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 also like I feel like there's a stereotype against you know like um beautiful women as it is, you know. So if you're beautiful yeah. and coming there, nobody takes you serious to begin with. And yeah. then men are like, ah, well, it's easy to get her because she probably thinks she's she's the shit and I'm just going to go to her, give her all of this attention and all of this money yeah, and it's over. While the snake is waiting for you at home, baby girl. So you mm. must be careful. Exactly. So it, it's... But I, but I also feel like old women are to blame again for this type of mentality because you know like that they are, they are, they are like grandmothers and stuff who, who will tell you that no you're beautiful you don't need to work for anything and then what happens when you start when you hear that from like the time you're a child you grow up with that mentality and you start believing it and well it, it is really true you're beautiful and you are gonna be at an advantage you know, when it comes to men, because obviously beautiful men like beautiful things. So, I I feel like just Jay, but it it, 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 it all comes. It all goes back to like what I said that like at some point, like when a man feels like I've conquered this mountain, he'll move on to the next one. You know, mm-hmm. so I just feel like generally like men tend to feel like, okay, like, I got a 10, so, like, maybe I could shoot for a 15 now, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, let's not lie, we all like beautiful things. Everybody would like to have a beautiful wife, a beautiful girlfriend, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, even on the flip side, everybody wants to have a handsome husband, a uh, fit one, a tall one, blah, 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 etc. We'd all like to have that, but, like, once you actually do get that, like, you know, like, because, like, for example, like, when you start dating your crush and you realize that, like, what you liked about them is not enough, and, like, maybe this person mm-hmm. is childish or short-sighted and all of that, you know, mm. uh, yeah, like, it's only then where you realize that, like, ah, these things are actually very surface and shallow of me, and, like, they never gonna be enough. So then like you move from that and then you're gonna get like the next guy who says, like, ah, how could he cheat on you, Libotiso? And then it's good, you know, they're gonna finish you off. So yeah, but like you're right, uh, with with the old ladies, because sometimes they'll even start grooming you from a yeah, young age to be like wife material you know Mm. because I feel like uh, men get groomed to like you know take your business do whatever like you need Mm. to have money that's how we groom our men and our boys like uh, we tell them like yeah if you don't have money Nobody will ever look twice your way. But it all revolves around independence for men. Yeah. That we, as with women, it, it, it's always like um, you are going to orbit around your husband. You cannot have a universe of your own. You cannot have your own planet, you know. Mm. 
you are going to be the moon to that earth basically so mm. yeah it's 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 problems galore but you know like i like where we ended up on this podcast and like the conversations we ended up having about it and like how deep we went on it because i think like it will it will help like not just our female listeners like think deeper about it and be like oh i never thought of it like this but i know we have predominantly like a male listenership i think 75% of the people that listen to us are male so like y'all have sisters you have girlfriends so now you know that uh these things that like we tend to like allow to happen with our females at the end of the day we're not empowering them we are putting them at a disadvantage without us even really realizing it you know so mm-hmm. if if you not like having conversations with your girlfriend or your sister about like um what does your future look like you know and like sometimes it's not like information is the most valuable thing you can ever give anyone you know sometimes it's not even about mm-hmm. giving someone money to go do things because like i know some people are like yeah but i don't have money to do this and this like sometimes it's just like mm-hmm. what send your girl like a varsity application form send her the nsfs details or like help her apply and like mm-hmm. simple shit like that will help her get ahead as well so mm-hmm. Yeah like let's let's let the next generation learn from this one you know oh well ours have no, ha, doesn't have any hope i think i think we passed that so i think like yeah. cuz like i think like once you hit like your 20 like i think like you set in your mind and i it's very rare that i could change someone's mind like that so that's why mm. like even when 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 i used to work with like young kids like the youth at church i i came to a point where like yeah i don't want the 20 year olds like give me the ter- the 13 year olds when like they fresh come into the youth because those are people still with like empty minds willing to like learn a different way you know so yeah i think like the 2k's are where our hopes lie and yeah like if if we can spark all these conversations and put these ideas of like you don't have to live like this in the mm. then yeah the world could be a better place mhm because we are, we are honestly fucked we are just the watered down version of our parents yeah. and that is yeah. just a little better than our parents but we not great so i feel like we are fucked our time is over it is over and i think like anyone who listens to this podcast can see that like in like some of our disagreements like when like you guys have an opinion on this as females and i have an opinion on this as males it's like yeah like we yeah. are already fucked and like we basically yeah. live in a world where like we honestly just coexist because like we might need something from one another if you look at it like you know like mm. some is like okay like 
yeah, we still need sex. So like, yeah, let's 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 compromise and coexist and like extend an olive branch to some extent. And I don't know what what females need, but like maybe they feel like the same way. So yeah, we we are basically coexisting and tolerating each other. But if we're really honest about it, and you like ask like a dude or a woman like yeah if, if if you could lawyer these people and just change them so that like they can bend to your will would you like yeah most of us would say like definitely you know and mm. i think like you said our it's not our our fault you know it's it's how we grew up and like the information we got that fucked us so yeah i think that's why we're here <laughs> <laughs> 